and those who are trying to achieve yoga siddhi by performing ashtanga yoga they all are perturbed in their hearts or they are not really satisfied in their hearts the only thing that can satisfy by the only thing that can satisfy your soul completely is by pure devotional service so in this way we are seeing that although these activities may go on in the name of religious activity although these activities can go on in the name of spiritual activity dharma artha kaam like which means karma yoga gyana yoga and even liberation one can become liberation but through gyana one receives the sadhana that mukti is not real the sadhana mukti is a negative liberation and in that state also one cannot be fully satisfied although there is in sadhana mukti there is brahmananda some kind of ananda is there but uh, the real joy that completely satisfies satisfies the heart is not possible it can be achieved only through the performance of pure devotion and here we are seeing the process of receiving pure devotion the process of pure receiving pure devotional service is guru brahmanda pramite kono bhagavan ji guru krishna prasade pai bhakti lag by the mercy of guru and by the mercy of krishna one receives the seed of devotion and then the bhakti lata beach by receiving the process of devotional service actually leads to the proper cultivation of bhakti which has nine things navadha there nine kinds of what are those nine kind of activities shravanam so when one gets the bhakti then when one comes to the platform of bhakti then he must do the shravanam here from a saintly person and narad muni pointed out now he told his own life story narad muni here is telling his own life story that how he got we are here seeing how basdev is receiving bhakti how did basdev receive bhakti by the mercy of narad how did narad muni come there by the arrangement of krishna it is by the arrangement of krishna that one gets a bona fide spiritual master and it is only through the bona fide spiritual master that one can receive bhakti devotional service to the supreme personality and now narad muni is telling about his own life story how he got bhakti narad muni in his previous life was the son of a maid servant he was actually a sudra by birth in that birth narad muni was a sudra 
the son of a maidservant. But this maidservant was engaged in the service of the great personalities, the Bhakti Vedantas. Bhakti Vedantas means those who know the ultimate conclusion of the Vedas. The ultimate conclusion of the Vedas. Veda, Anta, Vedasya, Anta. What is the Anta? What is the end of Vedas? So those who understood that, they are known as Bhakti Vedas. Those who understand that the ultimate culmination of the Vedic wisdom is devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they are Bhakti Vedas. Like Bhakti Vedanta Swami. So Narad Muni came across such Bhakti Vedanta in the previous life when he was just a little boy. As a little boy, he came across this great saintly person. In Bhagavatam, they have been described as the Bhakti Vedanta. <clears throat> in some Puranas, it has been described that they were actually. The four Kumaras, Sanak, Sanatan, Sananda, and Sanatkumara, the four sons of Lord So Narakmani in his previous life came across these four Kumaras. And Narakmani also mentioned that as a child he was very gentle. He did not have any attraction for frivolous sports or frivolous activities that children are generally engaged. Narad was not interested in that. He was very gentle. He was even soft-spoken and he did not speak for more than it was necessary. So this is how we can see the quality of a recipient of one has to become properly situated. Like those who are frivolous, they cannot understand the importance of it. They want to become engaged in all kinds of mundane activities leading to sense back. A child, what does a child usually attracted to? The child is attracted to childish games and sports. They are naughty. The children are very naughty. Narakmuni is saying that as a child he was not taught. So these are the qualities. He was not interested in frivolous activities. He was sense controlled, which was displayed by his tendency not to speak more for more than it is necessary or unwanted mundane discussions he was not interested in. And on top of everything, he was very respectful. He was serving those saintly personalities with great respect. And these personalities, one day, Narayanmuni, with their permission, he took their remnants, their prasad, after they have finished taking their prasad. Now we can understand that was the month of Chaturmasa. As it is, the saintly people don't indulge in tasty food. <laughs> so 
healthy people are not interested in tasty food. And at the time, sadhus are not interested in the saintly. And they were observing Chaturmash. That is, at the time of Chaturmash, one thing very simple. Like food cooked, just boiled. No salt, no spice, no ghee or no oil, no fry. <laughs> so just huh, some boiled food or soaked food. And that also, uh, very, very simple. But Narayanabhuti was so respectful that he just wanted to have that food, that untasty, unpalatable food that does. They were, that were left over by those same people. And they just told him. And by taking that prashad, Narad Muni, as a child in his previous life, he became purified. He is describing what actually happened to him. Just by taking their prashad, he became free from sinful reactions. All these sinful reactions were eradicated by taking the remnants of the from the Bhaktivedanta, remnants of the Bhaktivedanta. This great exalted beauty Bhaktivedanta. And as a result of that, the influence of more the passion and ignorance disappeared from the heart. Whatever little passion and ignorance there may have been in his heart disappeared just by taking And what is, the what is the reaction, what is the outcome of passion and ignorance? Uh, what, is the, what, what happens when one is influenced by the mode of passion and ignorance? Tada rajas bhava kama lobha dayashchati cheta ekai anabhitham sthitam shakti When one becomes free from the influence of mode of passion, then what happens? He becomes free. Tada Raja means mode of passion and Tamu means ignorance. So when one becomes free from the influence of the mode of passion and ignorance, then Kama Lobha Dayashtri. Cheta Cheta means heart, consciousness. Then the consciousness becomes free from the influence of Lust, greed, anger, illusion, pride, envy. Calm, crowd, loath, moha, mud, These are the degrading factors. These things actually creates the knots in the heart. These activities, the influence of the mode of passion creates the knots in the heart. But when one becomes free from the influence of passion and ignorance, then the heart becomes free from that knot. Because those knots are cut completely. Evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti Bhagavad tattva vidyanam 
But how did it happen? Vidyate Vidaya Granthi. Granthi means no. Vidaya. There are knots in the heart caused by last great anger, etc. This last great anger caused very, very strong knots in the heart. But when one becomes free from the influence of mode of passion and ignorance, then those knots are cut aside. So the heart becomes now free from those knots. Then what happens? Prasanna Manusu. Heart becomes completely satisfied. And then only one becomes qualified to perform. Evam Prasanna Manusu. However, Bhakti One becomes qualified to practice Bhakti. And Bhagavad Tattva Vijnanam. By performing those Bhagavad Tattva Vijnanam, one becomes free from material agents. So in this way, Narayana started to tell about his own life, that how he became involved in this spiritual life. And then Narayana is describing, as a result of that, he developed a taste for hearing. So the sign of attachment to Krishna consciousness means taste for hearing. One develops a taste for hearing and chanting. So the first thing is Shravanam, hearing. If the heart is influenced by mode of passion, then what happens? We don't have the taste for it. We don't develop the taste for it. Yes, we develop the taste for hearing. What kind of things? Brahmakata. Filmy music. All the garbage that comes in newspapers and other magazines. We then they're very interesting. As they get up in the morning, they open the newspaper and fill their mind with all garbage. That is also one kind of hearing. Huh? These reporters who are the garbage collectors, <laughs> they put all the garbage in the newspaper and they like to hear those garbage. Somebody was telling me the other day, I was actually discussing that Sometimes in the newspaper, so many such articles come, some damaging articles. And they say, don't worry about that. Because the newspapers don't write good things. They write about bad things. That's what they write to do. So don't worry. So, but Narak Muni developed a taste for hearing Krishna. The hearing about the glorification of the Supreme Personality. So that is what Narad Muni was actually instructing. <coughs> that you have wrote so many things. Dharma. What is the purpose of Dharma? Artha. Uh, 
अर्थ मीन वेल्थ परफॉर्म धर्म इन ऑर्डर टू कलेक्ट एंड वेन यू गेट वेल्थ वॉट यू डू काम यू फुलफिल योर लास्ट डिजायर फुलफिलमेंट ऑफ लास्ट काम and then when you see that the last desires are not giving you the enjoyment that you want you thought that there will be so much enjoyment through fulfilling your last desire but at the end of the day you see they are not they didn't fulfill your desire but they in they filled your heart with more suffering and more distress so that's why narmuni was pointing out that dharma artha kaam and kaam is not really satisfying our heart rather making the heart full of distress so as a result of that what do they want they want to get out of the material moksha oh this material nature is a place of suffering so let me get out But then, when we come across a sentient personality, then what we do? As he is pointing out, you mentioned all the way up to moksha, but that is not going to satisfy their heart. You can see that even your heart is not satisfied. So, what to speak of those who will listen or those who will read your writing? How will their heart be satisfied? So. He is just presenting it in such a simple way. Therefore, get involved in bhakti. And even that bhakti bhag visharga janata bhakti yoga. This words about bhakti yoga will create a very nice atmosphere. It will create a revolution in the society. Janata bhakti yoga. Bhakti yoga means. Revolution. He created revolution. What kind of revolution? Not French Revolution or Russian Revolution. It's a revolution of consciousness. Revolution, meaning the wheel is moving in one way. Now you make it move in another. So revolution in consciousness. From material attachment, people will now become interested in spiritual stuff. instead of running after money people will run after krishna that is the revolution janata bhakti jasmin pratishloka every single verse that describes the glorification of the supreme personality of god is going to cause a revolution revolution of consciousness now you all can consider huh, what was your mentality before and what happened to you is there a change change of consciousness now you are not interested in those things that you are interested in <clears throat> now your interest is for your spiritual development and as a result of that what is happening you are developing the taste for hearing that's where you all have come and that's why 
you all are listening to this class. You have so many other things that you could do, but you are not interested in doing those things. Now you have come here to listen. What are you listening? You are listening about the glorification of the Supreme Personality of God. The Lord's unlimited names are synonymous to His glorification. His names are synonymous to His qualities, His pastimes, His transcendental And these are Yashon Kitani, expands the glory of the Supreme Personality. And Srinanti Gayanti Grinanti Sadhu. Sadhavada, the sadhus, the devotees of the Lord, they always like to hear this glorification. And they sing the glorification of the Lord. First Srinanti, then Gayanti. Shavana, peace. And Grinanti, take the Bodhisattva, chant the Bodhisattva. So this is the simple process. And this Shravanam and Kirtanam is the beginning, hearing and chanting. Then as a result of this hearing and chanting, they will be remembering. Smaranam. Then when you remember the Lord, then you will gradually become engaged in serving His lotus feet. Smaranam. Archanam, worshipping him, Vandanam, singing his glory through the selected verses, and Dasyam, Sakyam, Become a servant of the Lord, you develop your friendship with the Lord, and you surrender yourself. So that is the goal of life. So that is what everybody should understand. That is what everybody must learn. And that's why the sadhus, the saintly personalities, must broadcast the glory of the supremacy. <clears throat> so this is the beginning of Srimad Bhagavatam. So this way we can see that the through this, actually this is a pastime. Who is Vasudev? Vasudev is an incarnation of the Supreme Personality. So where is the question of Vasudev being revealed? Just Arjun. is a pure devotee of the Lord. Where is the question of Arjun becoming revealed? He is so pure that he is always associating with the Lord. So where is the question of Arjun revealed? But in order to Give Bhagavad Gita, Krishna made that situation. That Arjun is bewildered. Now Arjun is saying, I do not know what I should do. And Pichavitvam Dharma Sammura Chita. I am asking you because I don't know what to do. About Dharma, I don't know about Dharma. What is the real? In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna, Arjuna is telling that to Krishna. That Krishna is completely bewildered. 
and then Krishna gave I'm surrendering myself to you as your Sishya, as your disciple. Krishna is actually Arjuna's cousin. Is it easy to accept your cousin as your guru? Very difficult. Especially when your cousin is your friend. That's what Krishna actually told Arjuna. I'm sorry, Arjuna actually told Krishna. That Krishna, you say that you gave the knowledge to Vivashwan. Imam Vivashwati Yogam Pratsavanam. When Krishna told him, Arjun said, Aparyam Bhagato Janma Patak Janma Vivashwati. You were born just the other day, Vivashwan was born so many billions of years ago. Kathameta Vijaniyam Tamaru Pratsavanam. How can I understand that you gave this knowledge to Vivashwan? So, we can see Krishna's Arjun's relationship with Krishna is like a cousin, cousin brother, and of the same age. Therefore, they are intimate friends. But here, becoming completely bewildered, Arjun is telling Krishna that, that I am accepting you as my spiritual master. Please guide me. Accept as me as your disciple and guide me in the spiritual. So that is what one has to do. Like one must surrender to a bona fide spiritual Arjuna is very fortunate that he had the supreme personality of Godhead as a spiritual. But we do not have that good fortune. But there is nothing to worry about. Krishna sends his address. He may not come, but he sends his address. Therefore, gurus are always available. We have to find the guru. We have to see who is a real But the thing is, here is the problem. If we are materially motivated, then we will find a materialistic guru. But only when we become spiritually inclined, spiritually interested, we will get a bona fide. Therefore, it is saying, Guru Krishna Prashant. By the mercy of Krishna, one is Guru Krishna Prashadi by Bhakti Lakati. And by the mercy of the Guru, one receives Guru. And this Bhakti Lata Bij is there in Krishna's instructions. Krishna's instructions are the source of Bhakti Lata. The Vedas are words of Krishna. But from the Vedas, we have to find the essence of the Vedas. And that's why Bhagavad Gita, Krishna gave Bhagavad Gita. Although he gave the Vedas and in the Vedas, the secret of pure devotional service has been kept. But here, we are seeing the process. The essence has to be found. And Krishna very mercifully gave the essence through Bhagavad And now we are finding another essence that he is giving through that. So here we can see it was actually Krishna's arrangement that it seems that Vasudev became physical. Vasudev became despondent. Vasudev felt discontent. That well, my work hasn't been complete. But actually what was the purpose of Krishna? 
to point out that bhakti is the highest thing in the world. Vaisnav has done everything that could be presented to the Vedas. Vaisnav divided the Vedas uh, into four branches, Rik, Sham, Asal, Jaju, and Hathana. Rik, Sham, Jaju, And then he gave uh, the Upanishad, the Puran, Dharma Shastra, Samhita. He gave everything that could be presented through the Vedas. Then he gave Mahabharata. The Mahabharata uh, is meant for less intelligence. The advanced people with advanced intelligence can understand philosophy and all that. But the less intelligent people do not have the ability to understand philosophy. Therefore he presented the philosophy through the through Mahabharata, which is the Itihash history. But what Mahabharata is doing, that's what he pointed out. Mahabharata is simply dealing with karma Mahabharata is not even going to Kanakanda. Mahabharata is all karma based. Therefore, Vaisnav is not satisfied. But he had to be present. But the thing is, although Mahabharata is dealing with karma yoga, but within Mahabharata, what do you find? Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is giving the direction of the How? After explaining everything, in Bhagavad Gita, what is the final instruction that Krishna gives? Sarvadharman Paritachya Mavi That is the ultimate point. So here we can see, although Mahabharata has been presented in the form of stories of the activities of great kings, especially Pandavas and of Krishna. Even Krishna is present in but do we recognize so much that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Yes, we do. <coughs> but what should we do with Krishna? What should we do with Krishna? What should be our attitude towards Krishna? That has been presented in Bhagavad Sarvadharman Paritajya And where Bhagavad Gita ends, Srimad Bhagavatam begins. Dharma Prajita Kaitavatra Parama Nirmat Saranamsatha. So Bhagavad Gita says at the end, surrender to Krishna, giving up all your material attachments, giving up all your mundane, senseless activities. And where does Bhagavatam beginning? When by giving up all these material attachments, one's heart becomes completely purified, free from all the contaminations of lust, greed, anger, calm, growth, love, etc. Nirmatsarana. When the heart becomes nirmatsar, becomes free from all these impurities then one becomes qualified to understand Vedam. Vedam means to understand. 
Then he becomes qualified to understand Krishna consciousness. So this is how we can see when, where Bhagavad Gita ends, Srimad Bhagavatam begins. So in order to present, in order to give Srimad Bhagavatam, Krishna actually made this arrangement through that state. After compiling all these Vedas into different branches and sub-branches, and then finally giving the essence of hmm, the Vedas in the form of Vedanta Shutra. That is the most concise and precise philosophical understanding of the Vedas. Then Krishna made the arrangement, Bhagavatam Shutra. So what does it mean? It means that after Vedanta comes Srimad Veda Anta Vedasha Anta, end of the Veda, end of Vedic wisdom. Beyond that end of Vedic wisdom is Srimad So to make that point, Krishna made this again. So that people can understand that the ultimate purpose of the Veda is to understand Srimad And this, Narayan then pointed out that through this knowledge of, through this knowledge of understanding the Supreme Personality of Godhead and His instructions, when we act on that platform, then we can actually meet the Supreme Personality. So the way to meet the Supreme Personality of Godhead is to follow the process of devotion. And then he described what is Bhakti Yoga? Bhakti Yoga is the means by which the spirit soul becomes connected to the Supreme Personality. Naradhuni, in this way, instructed Vasudev to spread that message that the Supreme Personality of God is gave in this way. This message should be broadcasted to the people. So that they become free from their suffering condition. So the, an intelligent person understands that he is, in, he is suffering in this material nature and devotional service is the way to free him from his suffering condition. So this is how very wonderfully Krishna arranged for Narada Muni to come and instruct Vasudev and according to Narada Muni's instruction Vasudev was inspired to present the pure glorification of the Supreme Personality of God in Krishna Bhagavatam so that we can understand what is the ultimate goal of God. Thank you all very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Does anybody have any questions?
Okay, I got one question from Mayapur TV, Atma. Let me see, Guru Maharaj. Please tell me what is the difference between Kirtanam and Bandhanam. Okay. Uh, Bandhanam is more like uh, doing it for the sake of pleasing the Lord through by chanting the uh, selected verses. And Kirtanam is a spontaneous glorification of the Supreme Personality. When you sing the glory of the Lord, that is Kirtanam. But when you recite the verses for the pleasure of the Lord, Yes, Atma, any question from your side? Huh. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Hare Krishna, yes. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. the question actually yourself that uh, you see this competitive mood how does it come it comes from the mode of passion right so the passion will lead to this competitive mood but the thing is the devotional service can be rendered on the mode of goodness so eventually all of us have to come to the mode of goodness and then all these materialistic tendencies will be but when you see that somebody is developing this kind of uh, competitive mood and so forth, you know, due to the mode of passion, just tolerate without the, with the understanding that in course of time by practicing devotional service, they will transcend the mode of passion and ignorance and come to the platform of goodness. Okay. Hare Krishna. Yeah, sure. Hi, Krishna. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you are watching the Mahaku TV. Okay. Okay. How do I look with the telephone? <laughs> No, what I mean is, I am giving the class with a telephone in my hand. <laughs> it's a good publicity for iPhone.
Yeah. <clears throat> well, you see, this mode of Trinadopi Sumichana will develop as we become aware of Krishna's greatness and Krishna's devotee's greatness. Because, you see, it is ultimately a question of relativity. Like, when do I feel myself small? When I am standing in front of someone being? Isn't it? In this respect, there is, sometimes I give an example of an incident, of an anecdote. You see, Akbar had a, had a minister called Birbal, who was very intelligent. And Akbar used to have a very special relationship with Birbal. And as a result of that, the other ministers became envious. The other ministers were and Akbar got to know that, that the other ministers are envious of Birbal. So in order to prove to them about Birbal's special qualities, one day when Akbar came to the assembly, he drew a line on the floor with a chalk. And he asked, can anyone make this line smaller without rubbing it off? And everyone thought, how is it possible? So when everyone failed, then Akbar asked Birbal, Birbal, can you make this line smaller? Then Birbal said, yeah, no problem. So he picked up the chalk and he drew a line next to it which was larger, longer. He said, now your line is smaller. <laughs> so we recognize, we recognize our humble position only when we are in contact with someone who is greater than us. And now tell me, who is the greatest? Krishna is the greatest. So the more we become aware of Krishna's greatness, we begin to see our insignificant position. So the way to become really humble is by becoming Krishna conscious. When you become Krishna's greatness, then you automatically It is not an artificial thing to practice. Oh, from today I will become humble. No matter whatever somebody says, I will not say anything in response. Even if somebody insults me, I will tolerate it. But then I tolerate, 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 and one day it reaches the optimum point and I explode. So that is not the real way to become. Become humble is that we recognize our minuteness in relation to Krishna. And when you develop this humble attitude, then automatically when you see how Krishna is taking care of us, then why should we worry about anything? We know that Krishna is taking care of us. So we'll tolerate any difficulty in this case. Does it answer your question? Hello. Yes, Atma, next question. Yeah. Haribol, who is speaking? 
Yeah, okay, good. I got the point. Yeah. So, when you come, when you are preaching, when you are coming across somebody, some fortunate soul, you recognize that he is very fortunate. That he came, he came in contact with you. And you are giving him an opportunity to get the real, real knowledge. So, present Krishna, present Prabhupada. Just tell him that here is what Srila Prabhupada has done. And by coming in contact with Srila Prabhupada's teachings, how your life has changed. In this way, you generate the interest in him. Your sincere desire to give Krishna to him will create his good fortune. You begin with the point that it is his good fortune that he has is, he is come in contact with you and in this way you can give it to Then give Prabhupada books, teach about Srila Prabhupada's instruction. And in this way, you create it. Okay. Hare Krishna. Well, it will depend on how much time you have, right? Like, if you have a lot of time to read, uh, then yes, you can get into all that. But the main thing is that in this age, since you don't have much time, especially now that you are studying in IIT, oh, now you are working, yeah, you finished your study. <laughs> okay. So, now that you are working, you have even less time to study. So, First consideration is to utilize your time by reading Prabhupada's books. Because everything is there. Now Prabhupada has actually summarized everything and presented. So first you must read Prabhupada's books. Okay, Yeah, the way to address them is that you have to have a teacher 
You have to have a bona fide spiritual master to understand the real conflict. Yes, apparently it's dealing with impersonal karma. Right? But the thing is, is it the ultimate consideration or is the apparent consideration? Apparently, yeah, it is talking about impersonal. Like Upanishads are actually sounding like impersonal. But when a bona fide spiritual master comes, then what does he say? Okay, you are talking about Brahman, but let us see, what is Brahman? What is Brahman? The light, spiritual light, right? Now, the, it leads to the other point, then where does the light come from? Isn't it? Can the light exist by itself? So where does the light come from? So the light is coming from Krishna. Therefore, his bodily effulgence is light, but Krishna himself is Paranam. Brahman is the bodily effulgence, but Krishna himself is the supreme Brahman or the source of the Brahman ohi pratishtha. Brahman effulgence's pratishtha source is actually Krishna. But for that, you need a bona fide spiritual who comes and tells you. Right? That's, that's the point again, you know, like in this chapter. That's the point that has been dealt with in this chapter. That even Vasudev had to get the mercy of a spiritual master. And Narada Muni, through his story, pointed out, although born in his, as a Sudra, he received the good fortune by coming across this Bhakti Vedanta and receiving their mercy. And thus he became the beautiful. Does it answer your question, Aditya Narayan? Okay. So the point is, you need a bonafide spiritual master. Is the books enough? Like when you went to the university, if you just bought the books from the market and studied, could you get the become, could you get the degree? Or when you are teaching in a university, right? Like, just is the books enough, or do you have to explain it to the students? Right? That's why you are there. The teacher, the students need a teacher to understand what is in your book. Yeah, sure. I mean, we can go on a little longer because there are some questions here also from my book. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay.
Yes, by the by the practice, you know, like you see, that is what happens. How practice leads to what? Right? Say, for example, when you're riding a bicycle, right? You're trying to learn to ride a bicycle. When you're learning, you're falling. So then, all of a sudden, for a split second, you feel that you got the balance. But then again, right, and you fall, right? But this momentary feeling of the getting the balance actually gives you an idea of what this balancing is going to lead you to. And then gradually, you get the balance, and then you just jump into the bicycle and automatically start to ride. So similarly, you know, these glimpses are giving you and a taste or, or understanding of what it is actually, what it is like to become secure. Momentarily you are experiencing it and from that you see how wonderful it is. So can you imagine what it will be like to be in that situation constantly? So that's what we have to aspire to. We are practicing to achieve that. Alright. Does it answer your question? Now at least you know what it is like. At least you got a glimpse of what it is like to become situated. Atma, is there any other question there? Yeah, well, there is uh, one question from Ramananda Tanaidas. It came from the, uh, the uh, Mayapu TV. Hare Krishna Maharaj, in Nectar of Instruction, Srila Rupa Swami and Srila Prabhupada tells, bathing in Radha Kunti is very much required for all to get Krishna Kunti. But why in Iskon we are not bathing in Radha Kunti? Your servant, Ramananda Tanaidas. Okay, very good. So, you see, Prabhupada told the devotees not to bathe in Radhakund at that time because that he saw that the devotees did not have the right kind of consciousness. They were jumping into Radhakund and playing as if they are in a swimming pool. <laughs> like, so that's what Prabhupada discouraged. That no, you come to Radhakund with understanding that this school is actually the, old, the liquid form of Radharani's love for Krishna. So when you are going into that, you must develop that reverential attitude. So when one develops that reverential attitude, then there is no harm in bathing. Or when you go to Vrindavan and you want to bathe in Radharani, do it with this understanding, properly with Yes, bathe in Radharani, but with Even those who have conditioned in nature, by reading that they can actually get very high. 
So even before that stage, algorithm is useful. Uh, is it so? And also, what is the role of reading one of Okay. The thing is that, you see, Mahabharat was given into opportunity. Or just as the opportunity. Like the feeling of Ajdeh was something like, you know, I mean, he was thinking of the people with the qualities that he But after Narayuni, he reacted. After meeting Narayuni, he was instructed in That for the age of Kali, we need to present this knowledge about the Supreme Personality of God in a special And the special presentation is from And in Srimad Bhagavatam, there are stories of just Puran actually gives the understanding through some aspects. That's the Vedic way of giving. Some, like the story of Puranja. Or the way Jarabhara described about Rahogana, about the forest of material The philosophy is being given, the philosophy is being given through the story. So, so here is the happening, the Quran is narrating the happening. Yes, the story of Purana, the story of Jajara. But through the story, what we come to? We get to know, first thing, the futility of material enjoyment and the purpose of spiritual So that's why, yes, now, although one may not be completely pure, but Bhagavatam <coughs> Because that will purify you. Okay, thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Oh, there is a Hindi question. Hare Krishna. Or the coffee daily. भौतिक चिंतन से मुक्त होकर हमारे मन को श्री कृष्ण के चिंतन में लगा सकते हैं। आज सारे क्लास में क्या डिस्कस किया? ये प्रश्न किसका है? सोरव गेलोंट। सोरव गेलोंट। What did you hear in the class? हाँ, okay. So hearing about the glorification of the supreme personality of Godhead will help us to become free from material contamination. And become situated in the Another thing Narakmani mentioned that getting the remnants of exalted Krishna. और उसकी बात जो वेद आया मतलब वेद का जो ज्ञान इसके माध्यम हो रहा है इसलिए इसको पंचम वेद बाकी जो कुछ है सभी पंचम वेद से आयुर्वेद धनुर्वेद महाभारत सब उस पंचम वेद में हरे कृष्ण